Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Real Film Nerds. And we are going to be reviewing another classic on our Harvest Horror Fest. I'm your host, Mysterious Mike. With me as always is... Matt, what, what, what do we what do we have for you? What's your nickname this time? I don't need a nickname. I don't need to hide. Oh, okay. All right, you don't <laughs> need to hide. All right. So, so uh, the tagline for this movie is a great one because since we just removed uh, or reviewed another movie that has a similar one, in space, no one can eat ice cream. I don't think. Oh, is in space in there? Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say you wrote it down. I didn't, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, default yeah, yeah. To you. In in space. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, Mike, what is that movie? It's uh, what now? From what year? Uh, 1988. It is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And how many times have you watched this movie, Mike? I've only seen it once. I just reviewed it for this. I know it's a bit of a cult classic, and I, I wanted to watch it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime Video for anyone who uh, has Prime and wants to watch it. Mr. Horror Aficionado has never seen Killer Clowns from Outer Effing Space. No, no, he hasn't until just now. It was so, changed your life, didn't it? It was life-changing, and it was a good thing. <laughs> you will never look at a clown the same, ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I... I I wasn't sure what I was in for, Matt, because you you teased this like it was a Tusk type movie, and uh, no, it was so much better. You, it was better than Tusk, really. Wow. Oh yeah, no, I I love this movie, man. It's hilarious. Do you have something against walruses? <laughs> no, but that movie was strange as crap, man. Is it because they have a large bone in their penis? <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps that's it. But this movie was just, man. It was it was awesome to see all these uh, clown type materials like attacking people and stuff. I don't know. Should we should we just do spoilers? I guess we kind of. It's from nineteen eighty eight. I don't think it'll be an issue. Yeah, Matt. I just I really enjoyed all the different things that happened. Like I enjoyed the um, popcorn was used to like hunt you down, like like track you. The popcorn th- guns. Yeah, dude, it was all well. No, like, yeah, yeah, popcorn gun, and I, I love that they use that for tracking with the balloon animal dog. Yeah, the balloon animal dog was pretty good. Nineteen eighty eight, man. The the uh, um, special effects and stuff weren't so bad, were they? No, no, I don't know what they did for the clown um, heads because it seemed like they got zoomed in real tight, and I think the eyes were like mechanically controlled but i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure but man they were they were awesome i mean they're creepy as all can be but they were awesome all right mike so do you want me to give you the rundown since i screwed up on our last podcast and forgot to ask you to do it uh yeah yeah why why don't you give us the rundown matt killer clowns from outer space was directed by steven chiodo written by charles chiodo and steven chiodo and it stars Grant Kramer, Suzanne Snyder, John Allen Nelson, John Vernon, Michael S. Siegel, Peter Lacasse, and of course, Christopher Titus. 
All right, I guess I'll read the long synopsis since the other one is literally one sentence. So Okay. Here we go. And if you haven't seen it, it will probably be spoiled. So yeah, it's uh, almost 30 year old. No, is it 30 years old? 88? That's 30, yeah, right? Yeah, dude. Thir- 31. Yeah. So it's, o- it's over 30 years. So we're spoiling the heck out of this movie from the get-go. Just a uh, heads up. Even though Mike has never seen it until now. That giant horror slacker. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I feel like I feel like a missing piece of the puzzle of life has been put back in. Like I, I didn't know it was missing, but now I feel more complete. I just don't understand how a self-described horror fanatic has never seen one of the best, most hilarious horror movies ever made. I just don't get it, Mike. Man, I don't know, man. Sometimes you win them, sometimes you lose them. How are you losing this? It's been available for years. You could have rented it at Hastings for forty nine cents. Yeah, I could have. I, I I don't know. I I think I think the the title. I was like, eh, that that's probably not that great. But I I little did I know that this was a fantastic piece of art. Are you just like scared of clowns and you don't want to admit it and you're going to admit it for the first time here on the podcast? No, no, I don't think I have an uh, I you know phobia of clowns or whatever. I mean. I'm not going to go run up and hug them. And I think Bozo the Clown was a little weird on when it was on TV show, but that's it. What's wrong with Bozo the Clown? Jesus, Mike. I don't know. I just, it was weird. I never, I never attended. This wasn't, you know, growing up, it wasn't like Hollywood. I never attended any uh, birthday parties that had like clowns and stuff at them. Well, I'm sorry, Mike, that I was your only friend and I didn't have enough money to afford a clown. Yeah, did did you go to anybody's house or anything that somebody had a clown or something like that? No. That wasn't really a thing. It was mostly here's McDonald's, here's some cake, and uh go play. I know, man. The pizza parties where was it where it's at, man. Peter go Piper our, Teenage yeah, Mutant Ninja Turtles. Where you go play video games and eat pizza? Dude, man, that was life. Not to get off topic, but the uh one up arcade, have you seen any of those? Do you have any of those at work? Because you work at a cool uh, work? Uh, no, I ha- I don't have uh, any of those at work. Dude, they just released the one-up arcade, which are three quarters the size of a full arcade, so they're actually affordable, um, I guess is a way to put it. They're still not affordable for me, but Mike, you probably have three or four of them. But uh, they're three quarters the size of a full-size arcade cabinet. They just released the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and it's four players. And I was like, oh, man, that's Peter Piper Pizza right there. Nice, nice. I I always enjoyed the 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 pizza party birthdays. Like I made an effort to go to all those when I was a kid. I mean, pizza is one of the four food groups, is it not? I know it is for you, and it's at least two or three of your four food groups, Mike. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, so here's the uh, synopsis. For <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, we got way oh, off yeah, topic. We got everybody. way off topic. Pizza, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, arcade games. You know, good times, good times. All right, so here's the uh, storyline for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. When a small town is invaded by aliens from outer space who are capturing and killing the townspeople, no one takes them seriously. Why? The aliens all look like circus clowns, use weapons that look clown-like, and all have painted-on smiles. Only a few of the young people in the town realize the danger, and of course, no one believes them. Armed with an ice cream truck, they try and rescue their friends. 
That is a horrible, horrible storyline. I I don't know, man. I, that, that was okay. Okay, fine. That last sentence was wrong, but okay. All right. Anyways. All right, Mike. So um, other than uh, your favorite thing, pizza parties, what uh, did you think of Killer Clowns from Outer Space being that you are a Killer Clowns from Outer Space virgin? Uh, man, I, I loved it. I loved all the uh, random music. Um, it has kind of a fun intro. Uh, it's like, Killer Clowns. Dude, it has a theme song. It literally has a theme song. And yeah, they played um, it throughout the film multiple times. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has a circus tent spaceship. I mean, how awesome is that? It's pretty sweet. Uh, it's pretty sweet. I, I, I don't know. I, I just loved all the random circus theme like powers, like the the cotton candy cocoons, the random puppet show, the shadow puppets, the pied guy to death. Like I loved all that stuff, man. It was awesome. It was just so like Yeah, the acid pies. Yeah, it was like such a fun look at all this silly stuff that, that clowns and, and really just kind of circus carnival type attraction things and like if it was like bad or or you know possessed or whatever i don't know and then like the crazy drinking straw but he's like drinking blood like awesome yeah they drink the that's what they do they feed off uh people and they drink their blood that's why they have so many of them why they have the cotton candy cocoons yeah so i would i would uh venture that this is a terrible good movie if that makes sense, it's it's kind of a bad movie, but it's it's done in a really good way. Like it's, I don't think you're supposed to take it too seriously, and they know that, and it was awesome. Well, yeah, the the directors and the writers, uh, Charles and Stephen Chiodo, knew exactly what they were making. That's why the acting is bad. That's why everything's goofy. It, they know it's a B movie, and they knew what it was, and they had fun with it. And I think they succeeded big time. So, you want to hear some uh, nice, fun trivia, Mike, since I don't think you looked any up? Yeah, man. I, I definitely want to hear some some trivia about it. My uh, younger sister, who we are now talking again, kind of, down in the old Phoenix area, might love this little tidbit. A handful of the masks were used in Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, really, man? I really liked that when I was growing up. Yep. They uh, repainted them, but... Uh, a handful of them were used in there. The Chiodo brothers, they did the special effects for a beloved Pee Wee Herman movie character. Can you name said character, Mike? Was it the couch? Large Marge. Oh, Large Marge. Okay. Yep. So anyways, those are, that's a little bit of a trivia that I, I had from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So I like this movie. I've seen it many, many times. Uh, many times means probably five. I don't know, four or five, something like that. It's goofy. It's fun. It's a B movie. It is not serious whatsoever. I wish the acting would have been a smidge better, but uh, they got who they got and they acted the way they acted. I mean, it wasn't horrible. I've seen worse, but it wasn't great. I think the shining moment is the special effects and the makeup of the clowns and all the different ways, as you were pointing out earlier, 
that they used the different things from the circus and from the clown universe as the popcorn and the tents and the cotton candy and all that stuff. It was just fun and hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was actually pretty creative how they came up with ways for clowns to kill you and like the goofy like boxing uh, scene. Like he's just like with the bikers. Around. Yeah, with yeah. the bikers. And then he just <laughs> pops this guy's head off. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I, I know it's probably like a lot of people's favorites because people have talked about it on forums and things like that. But it's the uh, Shadow Puppets. The Shadow Puppets, that was just hilarious. That's one of the most fun scenes in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. It, and it's it's kind of like, they get really complicated. I'm like, what the heck is he doing? Of course, they're not showing him when the Shadow Puppets get like really, really like uh, complicated and complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. So I have one burning question that I've been trying to get answered since the first time I watched this movie. Why in the hell are they making out in the back of a truck? Not even a truck, like an SUV in an inflatable raft. There's no river. <laughs> you know, uh, when I was watching this, I questioned that as well. I was like, um, for the cushion? But who the hell has an inflatable raft just lying around the back of their car? Wouldn't it be easier to have pillows or a blanket or something like that? Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it Wasn't it common back in the day to have like a, a mattress? In the back of a truck bed, you know? little Yeah, but there, little, it wasn't a truck bed. It was like a SUV of some kind, I think. Yeah, no, I think it was like a wagon or something. Hmm. Um, I also love the, the random uh, ice cream guys. Like, when they pulled up with the ice cream, like, it was so goofy. It was like, horrible. It was really bad. Uh, the foreshadowing was brutal on that. And they were just, they acted so rough. Like, so rough and goofy and just, but that's what they, that's, their intention the uh the terenzi brothers yeah 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 the terenzi brothers man it was that, that was kind of a funny scene which one because they pop up multiple times trying to well when they when they first uh when they first popped in the scene with the clown with the the uh the jojo uh ice cream truck <laughs> and it's all just so they can combat the clowns later and you know clownzilla yes of course but okay here you go mike here's a good one i haven't asked in a while and uh this the ice cream truck leads me to ask this question do you think they could make this movie today um no i don't think they would make this movie uh not not in pc america right because that ice cream scene immediately points out that there's two very large girls that come out of the back that they picked up to give free ice cream to to get something in return. You remember? Y yes, yes. They they wanted to stop at the make-out point to park, quote, unquote. Like, so So for our um, younger audience, uh, Netflix and chill, this is like, uh, the earlier version of Netflix and chill. And we didn't have Netflix. We didn't have cell phones. So we just went to random places, I guess all lined up in a row and just tried to make babies. Oh, so that's how babies are made. Now yeah, we know. On, on hillsides. Well, how many times did you go to a makeout point when we were growing up, Mike? Because I don't remember any that were known makeout points in town. 
There was that one place uh, on base. Uh, the um, you know what I'm talking about? Up up. <sighs> we used to go. Obser- is was the observation point? Yeah, but people actually went up there and made out on base. I never heard of that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm. It was I'm, the dude, only I'm, place with views, but I think I think hearsay, hearsay. Somebody told me once that sometimes people went up there. Now I don't know anybody who actually did. Quit lying, Mike. Quit lying. You were the one, not hearsay. You were the one that went up there and made out with someone. What was no, his name? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't go up there with anybody. All right, Mike. Well, do you want me to ask the most, the second most important question of the podcast, or do you want to ask it? Because you're the host, and it is your segment. Oh, I, w- I want to ask it. Okay. Matt, it's very important that I know what you're drinking for this review. <sighs> well, Mike, I am drinking co- a cotton candy beer. <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm not. Dude, there's one there's one made by this brewery called Three Floyds. Dude, that sounds horrific. Why would you ever drink a beer that was made out of cotton candy or to taste like cotton candy? That just sounds atrocious. Oh, I actually think I had one too. Um from Oh man, I'm blanking. They're out of they're out of Portland. Let me guess. It was an IPA too. No, no, no. It was it was ugh. it was like their voodoo donut series. Oh, what was it? Jesus, man. Why do you experiment with these beers that just do not sound good at all? <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was strange. Well, you know what? You need to start getting more creative with your beers then if you're going to drink this weird shit. You got to have something more than an IPA now. I'm sorry. The, the bar has been raised since you have unlocked your secret that you drink random ass beers outside of IPAs. You need to make those random ass beers appear on this podcast. All right, I will I will try to venture outside of IPAs for the podcast. If not, you will probably get some more hate mail. Yes, I need to reply to the hate mail. I just haven't had a chance. That's what people that are too busy watching the new episode of Watchmen on TV. So, okay, before I get into that, <laughs> another off topic, because that's basically all that social media has been filled with today. Um. I am drinking a Cerveza Modelo Negra, or as I like to call before they change the name, Negra Modelo. It is a Mexican beer. It is a darker Mexican beer. It has an aluminum foil covered top that always gets chunks of aluminum foil in your mouth unless you pick it off, which is gross. Mike, what IPA are you drinking today? Oh, so you know how we just talked about no more IPAs on the show? I am not drinking an IPA. I am drinking a pumpkin beer, another one. And this one's called the Isle of McGordo. Like Gordo is in fat? Um like gourd, like like a pumpkin. Like a pumpkin you know. is a gourd? Yeah. Not yeah, not yeah. is they're not trying to say it's like a a fat beer. They're saying it's a gourd beer. Yeah, yeah. So it's ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. It's from Due South Brewing Company. Well, all right. See, Mike, we got your segment in. Now we got to get mine in. Mike, I know it's going to be brutal, dude. Did you even try? Did you even try to look this up? I did. I did try. Okay. Well, let me ask it. So, Mike, how does Killer Clowns from Outer Space relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? (laughs) 
Well, Matt, thanks for asking. Um, this one was a tough one. I knew it would be a tough one. 1988, very low budget movie, but I did it. I found someone again. It was uh, Charles Bellardini. Bellardini. I probably sp- said his last name wrong. And he was a uh, special effects on Killer Clowns, and he did miniature effects on the original Iron Man. Oh, cool. They actually used miniatures on the original Iron Man. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this guy did something. So, Mike, speaking of Watchmen, did you get to watch it? No, no. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the one person who didn't uh, watch. Dude, it's, you know, I go to bed so early. I, I have a, I have a self-created get up really early job and. So you have no one to blame but yourself in your daily period. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I set my own schedule to an extent, and I choose to get to work really early. Part of the reason is traffic, but that's it. Dude, Watchmen, like the most anticipated show of the year, the biggest premiere HBO has ever had next to, I think it was uh, Westworld. Now, I'm talking premiere, not individual episode premiere, like series premiere. Well, man, I you know, I can't I can't do it all, man. I'm trying to keep up, and like Netflix just dropped like three three or four movies. We probably got to review one of those. Yeah, we probably um, should. There's the new well, El Camino, need, you like know, the Breaking Bad movie. Maybe we oh. should do that for next week, because I have been interested in watching that. Yeah, that was the big hype last week, because that's one of the shitty things about Netflix or any of these other shows on streaming when they drop. They're like hot for that weekend, and then that's it. You don't hear about them again. Well, un- you're right. That that happens quite a bit. And unfortunately, with Netflix, you kind of get lost in the noise because they're dropping stuff so often now. Like, man, you know, I think you could theoretically just watch something new every week on Netflix. Oh yeah, never watch it all for the rest of your life. You'll never even get close. But yeah, you want to do that though? Although we uh, probably we should go see one something in a while. In the theater. Well, we could do man. that. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe, maybe we'll do maybe we'll do like five, man. Maybe we'll just crank out like the rest of the month. Thanks, Mike. You're the best. <laughs> I know you <laughs> love editing all these podcasts and then posting them all on the website and then doing all the writing. Well, you know, they don't call me Mike Talent for nothing. (laughs) You see, that's one thing I was going to say about your intro. You can't decide what your name is. You're Mysterious Mike or you're Mike Talent. You've never done Mysterious Mike Talent. You've done one or the other. (laughs) I'm just mad. Uh, You know, man, yeah, I just just jostle between whatever. It's all good. Um, It's all good. Yeah. Well, all right. I won't ruin it, but for those of you who... Liked Watchmen, the comic book, graphic novel, I guess you'd say. I definitely suggest watch the show. I freaking loved the premiere. It was amazing. Totally not what I expected whatsoever. Well worth the watch. It was only an hour long. They didn't extend it or anything like that. It's worth your time, especially from you, Michael. All right, man. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. All right. So let's do it. 
since we already talked about this movie quite a bit. Oh, you know one that I forgot to bring up about this that I wanted to throw a little bit was um uh what did you think about uh our our favorite animal house dean playing a police officer in this movie? Um, I thought he was kind of a stick in the mud character, but uh, it was it was good to see him. I was like, oh man, that's cool. And this was kind of one of his last movies. He he he, I think passed away not too long after this movie. Uh, it says on the IMDb's that he did a voice of someone in two thousand and eight. Oh. It, he Am passed, I getting confused with the wrong way? He person? He passed. Oh, two thousand five. Yeah, he passed February first, two thousand and five. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. No, it's all good, no, man. It, it it was cool to see him. It was it was cool to see him. Like I was like, oh, they got they got kind of a major character, character actor, definitely. Because um, uh, John Vernon, he always kind of plays that stick in the mud character. Like that's you know, in Animal House. I mean, he was the dean of the college. He was the one telling everybody to cut the shit, and you know, then they killed a horse in his office. Yeah, was he in any of the airplane movies or anything? He's been in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He was in Dirty Harry. Airplane 2, he was in uh, Dr. Stone in Airplane 2, the sequel. He was in a Chips TV series. He was in a lot of TV stuff. Um, Herbie Goes Bananas. Everybody loved that. At least I yeah, did he when was, I was a kid. He, yeah, he was in Dirty Harry. He was in the Outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah. He did a lot of films, a lot of films. Always had kind of bit parts, but not everybody can, you know, be a superstar, you know? Yeah. He was a superstar in his own right. All right, Mike, put down your beer since I can see you. All right. Yeah, all right, I'm putting it down. How many reels do you give Killer Clowns from Outer Space? All right, man. I had a good think about this. Five. I'm going four and a half reels. I really four love this. Four and a half. Holy balls. Wow. I thought I gave it a high score. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, re- I really liked it, man. It was a lot of fun, man. I liked the guitar. Like, like the guitar solo thing that they had was really cool. I just, I don't know. This, this movie, I can see why it has quite the following. It's just, it's just cheesy enough it's it's fun enough it's horror comedy you know like it's great it's not just horror comedy mike it is horror slapstick nobody does horror slapstick i mean that's a whole nother level of comedy yeah i mean with all the killer clowns getting out of the little killer clown car amazing amazing well mike i am not as high as you I give it, I think it's still a pretty high score, but I give it three out of five reels. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would recommend people watch this. This is life changing. Oh, it's a fantastic film, especially this time of year for Halloween. It's just, it's great. You know, another one, granted, it's a little, it's a little bloody, it's a little graphic, but this could be a good introduction to like a uh, young teenager if they haven't ventured in the horror genre this might be a good introduction because it's not super scary it's not super graphic but it's still a pretty good horror movie yeah 
Okay. I, I could dig that. Yeah. Well, all right, Mike. So what what are we doing next week? Are we doing uh, another Harvest Horror Fest film? Yeah, I think we are. Um, Matt, uh, are, are we going to try and uh, do The Thing this time? The 1982 uh, The Thing? We can. I mean, it is going to come out on Halloween itself. So what would be a good Halloween Harvest Horror Fest film? Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. That That's a good one, man. I really like that movie. I mean, have you seen that one a long time? John Carpenter. It's good stuff. You're going to... you. Unlike you, Mike, I have not seen the thing all the way through. I have seen bits <gasps> and pieces here and there. What? Oh, I have not no. seen it all the way through. Oh, oh, dang, dang. So I'm guessing we're doing the thing for Halloween next week. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Matt, do you want me to bring it down when I come to Arizona? Well, of course, Mike, because I will definitely steal it. I mean, <laughs> it's blu-ray isn't it yeah all right yeah come on out michael it'll be fun all right all right well do you have anything else you want to add for the rest of the podcast or are you done uh no i i think i'm done uh you know matt i was thinking about just today i was having a good conversation about some horror movies that I don't think are going to make it this this year's uh, Harvest Horror Fest, but we might need to add them to the list for next year. And at least one of them, or maybe a couple of them. You know, there's there's Leprechaun, Leprechaun in Space, <laughs> Leprechaun and the Hood. We still haven't Le- done any of the Jason movies or the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah, and then there's Leprechaun in the Hood again. He goes to the hood twice. It's called again. It's not like the leprechaun returns to the hood or something. No, no. Hold on. Oh, now I got to look. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> just talk about talk about Lucky Charms or something. Lucky Charms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about oh, Jennifer Aniston. You know Aniston. what? I got I one. Know. You know, Captain Crunch has the cereal that's like the all berries cereal. Why doesn't Lucky Charms come out with one where it's all marshmallows? Or have they? And I'm just missing it in the cereal aisle. I don't know. What's your favorite cereal, Mike? I don't I don't tend to like cereal, man. Sorry. You're un American. <laughs> that's it, huh? You like right pizza, there, that, but you don't like cereal? How who the hell doesn't like cereal? Well, I d I don't know. You don't like All right, what man. is it? You don't like the crunch? Yeah, that's it. Um, hold on. I, I'm I'm ready for Leprechaun. All right. You so. probably shouldn't drink the water over here then, because we got a little bit of crunch in it. <laughs> okay. All right. So there's Leprechaun, Leprechaun two, Leprechaun three, but then this is where it gets interesting. Leprechaun four in space, and then Leprechaun five in the hood, and then our final. Le- well, not this isn't the final one, but the one that I was talking about. Leprechaun six, back to the hood, and it's T H A. Mike, please, no. You can have one. You can pick one. <laughs> I'm not watching six Leprechaun movies. <laughs> I'm not doing an entire retrospective podcast on all the <laughs> Leprechaun movies. I will probably slit my wrists. I don't know if I would make it through that. 
watching all those Man, movies. Man, I, I remember us watching the first Leprechaun. So maybe we could pin that one in. I'm the Leprechaun. Because remember, it was, it, yeah. It's, it was Jennifer Aniston's first movie, and we're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Yeah, we got to watch that. pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to watch that one. I think it was a group of us, too, that sat down and watched it. Yeah, and then, then she became famous because she got on Friends. I think she got on Friends pretty pretty soon after that. Stop lying, Mike. You know it was Office Space that made her famous. No, I think she was already on Friends when she yeah, made she Office was. Space. She was. That's. But, I mean, Office Space is great. Yeah, that's one we need to do, too. For sure, yeah. It's I think it has a uh, anniversary coming up or something. We need to do that one because that is a classic, amazing film. Love that movie. Oh, yep. and Idiocracy. That's another really good movie. Oh yeah, man. Yep. Oh yep. All right, Mike. Well, you got anything else? Uh no, man. I I think that's it. So, uh, Matt, I guess will you do the honors and take us out of here? Sure thing, Michael. Mr. Michael Talent. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about how incredible our podcast is and how they should listen to it and give us money so we can keep doing it. Rate, review us on the iTunes. We much appreciate that. Tune in and listen to me on Monday mornings on Lisa Live and Local on Magic 99.1 where I give a little bit of a teaser for the film we are going to review the following day or that week. So, yeah, other than that, uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, I guess happy birthday to me because this is my birthday podcast. Woo! Oh, yes, happy birthday. I am 22. Yep. Plus a lot more. Anyways. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will chat at you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio now on Matt Jake 99.1, Matt Henshaw from Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. You have a good weekend. Always. Yes. I heard you saw a movie or two or three. How many did you see, really? Honestly. Do you count Netflix at home? Yes, you do. Uh, four. Four movies. Oh, my gosh. You got to do something when you're bored, you right? You do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you saw Zombieland. This weekend in the theaters, what'd you think? Yeah, Zombieland Double Tap. It was good. If you're a fan of the original, I say definitely go and check this one out. It okay. is just kind of more of the original from 2009, and this is the 10-year anniversary. That is one of the reasons they came out with a sequel. Okay. I don't want to give away too much. It's You got your same band of characters from the first one. You got uh, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, and I'm forgetting... Her name, the young, she's from Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for, I forget her name. Uh, she's all grown up now, though. Okay. Because it's been 10 crazy. years. Crazy, yeah. But, uh, and they have taken up residence in the White House. Oh. And that's how the film starts. Okay, very good. Which, thinking of the zombie apocalypse, that makes sense because the White House would be like one of the few places that would still probably have running water and electricity. Right, right. Good point. And then uh, things happen. 
and they end up going back on the road for some reason, and I'll just leave it at that. And that's when the hilarity ensues. Okay. And do you have to see the first one to see the second one? It helps. It does. It helps um, because it starts out a few years after the original one, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't give you exactly the time frame, but I'm guessing probably five or six. And they don't reference stuff from the original other than things like the rules and uh, other things that are loosely in the uh, in this one mm-hmm. they referenced from the first one but that's about it okay the story itself not so much so I but you get a lot more out of it watching the first one and then going and seeing this one okay. now a lot of theaters I don't think ours did it but a lot of theaters around the country did a double feature where they show the original and then they show the new one oh how fun right at like midnight yeah that I heard that was pretty neat. That yeah. was pretty fun to do. So That's what I would have to do. Now, tell me, did they leave the door open for another sequel or whatever you would call it after two? I would say they probably could because, yeah. I mean, the the original one ends and it just kind of ends. This one does very this similar thing. All the characters are fine. We'll just say that. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, the, the there's no cure. There's no nothing. Okay. And one thing that's fun is uh, the original one came out in 2009 at the height of the zombie craze, you right. know, Walking Dead and all that other stuff. Sure. And they make fun of quite a few of the other zombie shows and movies and things in this one, which is kind of neat. Oh, I bet. I bet. All right. How many reels do you give it? I go with three and a half. It's three and a half out of five. Out of five. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's above average. Um. Like I said, if you've seen the first one, it's definitely worth a watch in the theaters. If you haven't seen the first one, you could wait. It's great acting. It's fun. It's a good solid hour and a half. It's not too long. It's not too short. The um, CGI of the zombies and all that stuff is fun. There's a few things with a monster truck that was my favorite part. Okay. And the story's good. So it's fun. Uh, There's no more to say about it than that. It's just fun. It's a good time. I think that's a solid review. Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast. (laughs) Thank you for coming in. (laughs) No problem. Thanks for having me, Lisa. You're welcome.